You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Time for Counterpoint coming in today. Jenny Byrne, I always forget yourself, former campaign manager of Stephen Harper and now at Bayfield Strategy. And Vincent Gasparro is a former Paul Martin war room guy. Right? Sure, PMO. Yeah. The whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah. I've been there a few bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, uh, in news that lingered on all day and took all the oxygen out of the room of every newsroom on the planet, Patrick Brown finally withdrew from the race. And I think um, it was fairly obvious that those who did the initial hit were not going to let him survive. I mean, the leaks are coming out fast and furious. He could not have survived this, Jenny. No, and and frankly, this is the best thing for the party. Um, If you actually take out the initial story uh, that CTV um, aired uh, close to a month ago, we're now looking at two integrity commissioner investigations. We're looking at questions about uh, upwards of 70,000 memberships uh, within the party. We're looking at now... uh, uh, alleged proof that that there was a party slash leader's office, uh, um, you know, involvement in the nominations that is now uh, before court. I think there are so many reasons why the party uh, took the easy road out. In well, terms it's an investigation. We shouldn't run. say it's in court because it's just an, an investigation. investigation. Point, yeah. It's an investigation. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, there are so many reasons why the party should not have let him run in the first place. I don't think I think the blowback from the membership would have been way too loud not to let him run. But the bottom line is he's out. This becomes a bigger problem for Kathleen Wynne because Patrick Brown probably would have been the best person to run against her because they would have been able to keep throwing stuff at him. It gets tougher if Christine Elliott runs and wins or even Ford. Possibly. Um, I think it would have been a long shot for Patrick Brown to win uh, the uh, nomination. The the fact is he, um, you know, he, he was being bombarded from yep. all corners. Uh, he had leadership candidates who were after him, uh, obviously uh, opposition members, uh, members of the media. Um, and I, I think one point uh, should be made clear. Um, at the end, end of the day, what was being judged with, was Patrick Brown's decision-making. And uh, I understand your perspective, Alex, uh, vis-a-vis uh, he wasn't tried in the court of uh, in a in a in a court of law, but I think what ultimately was being judged was his decision making. And I think everyone can agree there were some poor decisions that he made over a period of time that led to to this. Um, uh, obviously, I'm not an expert in terms of internal party politics within the Conservative Party, uh, but it was very clear that uh, some very senior members with, within your party. Uh, sorry, it's not, my party. not not your party. I, I, I mean, I mean, collectively within the Conservative Party, uh, had an issue with uh, with Patrick Brown, and uh, and uh, were well aware of of some of his poor decisions, and and it it led to it's obviously led to him withdrawing uh, from the race five days after joining uh, the, this leadership race. He had a big following though, and that following will decide next where they're going. And I think there's a trouble area for Caroline Mulroney because she spoke out about him getting out of the race. They won't go to her now. They'll probably split up their support between Christy and Elliot and Doug Ford. Yeah, but I think it's it's I, I think that for the fact of the matter is people that that were still with Patrick and I think it was a lot smaller than what Patrick's uh, campaign led on. Uh, I think it's very I think you might have some organizers that will be upset that Carolyn Mulroney came out and said what they did. I think the average member doesn't pay attention to that. So I think that you're going to see whatever of Patrick's people are voting, they're going to go uh, through a cross-section of probably you're right, uh, Christine Elliott and, and Doug Ford, and then I, I think some will vote for for Caroline Mulroney at all. I think that the issue, though, that the other candidates have is 
is ultimately now they're going to have to answer. So Patrick, of course, was approved by the nominations committee. So he's eligible to run in Barrie. He's the MPP for Simcoe North, but he's eligible to run in Barrie. And I think that the question they're going to be asked from what I'm hearing uh, uh, Wednesday night in the debate is, okay, are you going to sign his nomination papers? And I think that's a very legit question for all of them. And I think Christine Elliott's made it clear that if he can clear his name, then yes, I just he, he will not be able to clear his name because the Integrity Commission will probably take four years to figure this out. I mean, they don't exactly move past a glacial pace. Um. I really don't know what to add other than the fact that Patrick Brown's problems seem to be compounding uh, at an extremely uh, rapid clip. Uh, I actually, you know, and I have no reason to believe that uh, reason to know this specifically, but for him to drop out of the race five days later, he must know there's other things coming out or brewing. There, there, there is no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason to spend $125,000 five days ago. Yeah, you don't get a refund for that. Right. Way. And you don't get a refund for it. Like so, at all. It's so crazy. E- either, either he had to raise that money yeah. or had to borrow it or he had it himself or whatever. And he put $125,000 down and then five days later drops out. He must know th- there's another shoe to drop. And th- I think what this sort of uh, this sideshow, and this is the problem for conservatives, and this is me taking my, my liberal hat off for a second, it it re-sort of opens up wounds within, A, internally within the conservative party, but B, I think from an outsider's perspective, looking at the conservative party and basically saying, this is a party that can't even govern itself, and, and they're, at, they're, they're going to be asking us in 73 days for uh, to allow us to govern the province. Like, People aren't stupid, and and I think when they see this sideshow and this chaos around the Conservative Party, it it, it is going to be very difficult for any leader to come forward and say, "Me and my party are ready to govern." But but the great yeah, thing about I, the I two front runners of 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 Christine Elliott and Doug Ford is they actually are not outside part voices. of the, they yep. they are outside. They are not part of the establishment. They were not running as candidates in this election. You've got uh, Doug and Christine that have have teams that have been uh, that are that are not part of the part and parcel uh, PC party. And I think that that's going to be very good for rejuvenation of the party. I, I do. I do too. I want to, I want to, I want to talk about the story though, that, sh- you know, isn't going to be getting a lot of attention and it should is the fact that Dr. Eric Hoskins quit today. Word is that he will go to the federal level to run a federal pharmacare program set to be announced in the budget. This is what I call failing upwards, but uh, the liberals can spin this any way they want, Vince. But the bottom line is the writing is on the wall. You, you, your part, the party has not gotten a bump since this thing happened. Mm-hmm. People do want change. He saw it, so he's heading up to make a lot more money. Um, well, any government that's been in office for whatever 15 or 16 years I know it's such a long time right it's been a long time you're going to see it's been a long time for you <laughs> well it's it, it's it's going to be you're going to see turnover and uh we saw although he's only been an MPP <coughs> since 2011 cuz before running in downtown Toronto he ran in southwestern Ontario and Haldeman Norfolk riding completely different than St. Paul's right so so he so he was he's been an MPP now for 7 or 8 years he was a cap, he's been a, a very senior cabinet minister he ran for the leadership of the party he's done a lot uh, in in that period of time from a political perspective. Um, There's not a lot of good. Healthcare well, is buckling, and they've had four billion dollars. I mean, don't even start with me on healthcare; it's a disaster. This guy, this guy's a doctor. He should have been able to look at this and say, "Hey, you know what? These are the people that I know and how to make it work better." And he didn't. Christine Elliott, uh, ironically, is supposed to had been expressing interest in running in St. Paul. St. Paul is where I I live. Mm-hmm. It's a very red riding. I yeah. mean, literally, a, 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 any liberal could run there and win. 
I think they will like her, though, because she's got that broad kind of appeal for people looking for change. Well, listen, I think to go back to the Hoskins thing, I think this is the the story that should be covered today, much more so than what's going on in the PC leadership race. You have, you know, now the health minister, you had the deputy premier, you had the president of the Treasury Board provincially. They've all said they're not. They're all it's it's rats jumping off a sinking ship. And so I think this is the issue that that Kathleen Wynne has is that regardless of who the candidate is uh, for the PC party based on polls, very reputable polls, uh, Ipsos, for for example, they're not getting a leadership bump. Well, they're not. And I've only got 40 seconds, but I'll say this. They had a very short window because now that Patrick Brown's out, the, all the attention comes back to the right. liberals. No, sorry, a, a couple of points. I, I know we have a, a brief period of time. Um Every government that's been in office for a long period of time loses cabinet ministers. It, it, it Being in, in public life wears on you. It happened in Stephen Harper's government. There was a long line of ministers that quit because they had just been there for too long. Same thing under uh, 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 Prime Minister Martin. Uh, been there for a long period of time. Um, and uh, uh, the fact is Eric Hoskins had been there for a long time, played at a high level, and uh, he has all the right qualifications to... To uh, to mess it up at the federal level, it'll be awesome. <laughs> no, it's gonna. It's only gonna be twenty four billion dollars uh, a year according Jeez. to the parliamentary budget officer for a national uh, pharma 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 care program. So great. It's yeah, twenty four billion. Well, oh, we, we, okay, we all, hold on. No, 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 no. We got to go to a break because I gotta pay some bills. Fine. All right. Quick break here. We'll come back and continue our discussion because guess who we get to talk about next? Yeah, Mr. Trudeau taking a day off today. That's next here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right. Great to have you back here. We've got Jenny Byrne and Vincent Gasparro to talk about things at the federal level because um, our prime minister ditched work today. Yes, he had to take a personal day because he could not um, handle the eight day vacation he just took. A disastrous diplomatic trip. Uh, so he skipped question period because he knew he'd be asked about it. And I guess tomorrow he'll hide behind the budget. But um, Candace Bergen, who is a federal MP for the Conservative Party, also the House leader, this is what she uh, wanted to talk about today. According to a Global News report, the PMO organized a briefing where one of the most senior members of the civil service advanced the following theory, and I quote, The Jasbel Atwill, the terrorist invited by the Liberals to Mumbai, maybe have been planted there by the Indian government or maybe the Indian security agencies or perhaps by factions in the Indian government, unquote. The media did not make this up, Mr. Speaker. This briefing happened. The Prime Minister needs to tell Canadians if this allegations against the Indian government is believed to be true, and if so, where is the proof? Okay. This is a, a very inside baseball um, issue, but civil servants, certainly those at the highest levels, they are supposed to be nonpartisan, period. They are not paid to run interference for a government. And yet here we have multiple reports that this guy came in with some conspiracy theory targeting the Indian government. They're said to be extremely angry. Um, Where does this go, Vincent? So, uh, and I've said this on your show, I've said it on on other programs. Um, This trip to India uh, by the prime minister was uh, (laughs) definitely not productive and not good. An unmitigated Uh, disaster. You're being very polite. uh, I'm I'm generally polite. Uh, And I... uh, (laughs) 
uh, generally, obviously. Yes. Directionally, I'm yeah, polite. Um, it, it, it was it was not good. Um, uh, you know, we didn't check off any of the boxes. I, I think that we needed to check when going to a, a major economic power like India. Um, and uh, we were a laughing stock. Uh, in the international media, here at home, uh, and uh, and domestically in India, which is more important. Um, so uh, I can I can tell you from my experience in in the PMO, uh, th- you know this would have fallen on our operations uh, group and probably even some senior level uh, staffers in the prime minister's office. Um, and uh, you know I, I just can't see how anyone thinks that this was a successful trip. Well, look, uh, Mr. Trudeau got on a plane to come home, and um, by the time he got home, Jazz Atwell had spoken to the media yes. over the weekend and and said that, no, no, they're friends, actually. They know each other quite well. In fact, Trudeau calls him Jazz. Then he doesn't show up for work today. So you got there's a myriad of problems here because he didn't face any questions today yep. at work. And someone's head should roll over the fact that this civil servant came up with this ridiculous story. Yeah, I can't. I, I I can't speak like that. That was obviously politically influenced. Like they they pushed him to go out. I think this whole thing has been uh, a disaster. We don't have to talk. We've talked. The trip has been talked about for so many reasons. Yeah. It's 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 bad. The fact of the matter is, though, is Atwell was invited by the High Commission. His names would have been vetted by the Prime Minister's office. And in fact, according to him, and there really hasn't been anything contrary uh, from the Liberals on this, the Liberal government. Um, uh, that he actually, his, his, um, invite wasn't rescinded. He actually, uh, he turned it down because he didn't want to cause any more embarrassment to his friend, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister. Okay. Well, well, hold on a second. Um, I'm willing to concede that this trip was a disaster, but the day I take a convicted, uh, uh, Over a politician? Really? Well, no, a convicted, um, how about we just say a criminal, Mm -hmm. Uh, over 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 the PMO uh-huh. uh, or the government uh, is 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 a you know okay okay it, but this not, is let's, let's say that let's let's pretend that that doesn't matter. The bottom line is they still have the Liberal Party still has a very long relationship with this guy. It's documented. It's photographed. Yes. There's no question they know the guy. M- m- the issue I think that that might be the really big problem is that that they're now using civil servants to run interference. That's not allowed. I mean, this this is an issue that will not resonate with a lot of people on Main Street. But you both know. I mean, it's it's known. These guys are. This is wrong. Yeah. So where does this go? I I think it's wrong. Listen, we'll see. There there's rumors of who the uh, the bureaucrat is, and and we'll see what. Um, Should uh, they be fired? Can they be fired? Well, of course. Well, Jenny, your government has a track record of no, silence. No, 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 no. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't care. I'm, we're not. We're looking at this party because they're the ones who said that they could do it differently. We've got a prime minister who's got ethics violations with the Aga Khan uh, that many would say are are worse than Mr. Duffy that held the media attention for two years, twenty four seven. You've got uh, James. Uh, uh, Boyle, or, uh, sorry, got probably, Josh, Josh Boyle, Boyle yeah. who sat playing, you know, hang out with him in the PMO's office. And now you've got a, a visit, a diplomatic visit that has left a serious damage in its wake and many questions about, you know, the government trying to cover this thing up. It reeks. Well, and, and Atwell does have long ties within yeah. the Liberal Party. Not only... Uh, well, he's, he's also helped conservatives. No, they're, they're, he's they're, helped ex- conservatives doing nothing. Uzzel sorry, Assange, sorry, can you repeat that? Uzzel, 
Sorry, I, I didn't hear helped, you. He has helped conservatives do nothing. Th- right, Giles thank Assange, you. Assange, who he was actually... Uh, almost killed him. Yeah. Uh, almost killed him, spoke at his parole hearing. So did liberal MP uh, Don Bell, uh, the MP at the time, I believe, for North Vancouver, one of the Vancouver ridings, spoke at uh, his parole hearing. So this is a very long history yeah, with Ignatius, the Liberal Party. Yeah, known him Bob Ray. I mean, yes. you, you cannot polish this turd. No, no, so don't even... I mean, it's a very, no, it's very hard... First thing. of all, I'm not trying to polish anything, but... It, I, when someone, when, when people make comments and, and you make sweeping comments where he has a long history with the party, the, the Liberal Party can't control who shows up to an event or to a fundraiser. To, to a hike, to, a, to an, a, an event I, I'm in talking India historically. on behalf of their government. I'm talking historically. He had no business being but he being was, invited he to the was, high commissioners. He sat on a, a, as a director on the Liberal board like in elections. So he's got... A no, re- it, it was a local writing association. Okay, but it's still, look, he's got ties to the party. And he's helped. He's helped politicians from all stripes. Okay, if that, been, if that makes us all feel better, but the s- bottom line is, he went with the prime minister. To uh, he hooked up with the party on this trip. It got international um, recognition. It was a huge embarrassment, right? It but was now a huge embarrassment. the prime minister's not even showing up to talk about it. Oh, sh- sure, he is. No, he's not. He's showing up tomorrow. It, questions will be on the debate. We'll see what the opposition party's asking. Question period. Hopefully, they will ask ask him this if he shows up. Uh, and so, I think he's banking on that this week is going to be on uh, on uh, on hit on the on the budget. Sorry, you're looking at me for, for a comment. I don't know what the opposition. You're looking is, at me. I'm uh, looking at you. Man. I don't know what the opposition is going to ask. Well, no, ask but tomorrow. I think this story is going to follow him. It's not going away. Yeah, and, and he should ask some. He should answer some questions in the house, and he will. I've made it clear. It was this trip w- was a <laughs> it, it was a big big mistake. Okay, <laughs> from beginning to end, it was a big mistake. But but let's let's be clear about something. Yeah, uh, it is a uh, no one is going to be talking about this come election time oh, in twelve months. I it, is so a, sure it is I a it is a do you know how many ads have been made probably by both parties on those outfits alone? I mean I I I, I, I don't <laughs> think so much to I, I think it's it's inside baseball as you started out. No, this, uh, as you started I think out it was with, a lot, look I'm gonna be talking to a guy later who says this is a complete lost opportunity. Just, oh, just sure strictly on the fact that the business that we could generate with this country and now they're really deeply offended uh-huh. more so than they were before. Hundred percent. And I look at things as I look at what family and friends put on Facebook in terms of yeah. Politics and 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 ninety percent of what what I might talk about uh, with with other colleagues on a given day or what I pay attention to they don't. This trip to India is something that I have seen uh, the average Canadian looking at and yeah. say this is a this is an embarrassment. Well, not to mention a lot of Air India bombing. The, yes. the surviving families live in the province of Ontario. They live in this country. They yep. feel like they never got justice. And so to see this kind of stuff, there it's a, it's a yet another hit. So I do I do tend to disagree with you on this. It happens. Vinny. Guys, thank you. I'm never telling you anything again. (laughs) Vincent Gasparo, Jenny Byrne joining me today. And of course, Vincent, you'll be back to talk budget tomorrow. Yes. Very busy day on that. And I won't be as mean to you. Uh, But we'll do it all again. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's Counterpoint. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.